Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fly the Coop. I'm your host, Carrie Ann Carter. After 22 years in the real estate business, I've seen my fair share of people, stories, and experiences fly the coop in one way or another. This podcast is all about telling those stories. Let's jump into the coop. Welcome back, everybody. I am so excited to introduce my guest today, Tammy Bryce. Tammy, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to have you today. Wait till you hear Tammy's story, everybody. A brilliant, brilliant entrepreneur, mother of two, photographer, actress. Oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. I think Tammy has a beautiful story that perfectly represents what Fly the Coop is all about. Tammy, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. So tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, the beginning, because your story is a fast track story and the uh, beginning and how you started this business that you've got today is amazing. And I think it's a story that needs to be told. Right. Well, you know, I went to college and my dad always said, you have to get a real degree, but my heart was in um, choreography and performing. And I'm so glad I did because I ended up you know, using it, and I do to this day. But um, yeah, out of college, my heart, I just went right into um, to the entertainment industry. So I was performing at, you know, resorts and on cruise ships. And um, I always told myself when I was young, I did not want to ever have a job that I didn't love. Yeah, I saw you. I actually looked up Tammy Bryce. When I first met Tammy, <laughs> I have to just say Tammy did a photo shoot. Uh, for me out here at the homestead. And I, you know, we're all so busy, right? And I popped online and Googled Tammy Bryce. You guys got to check this woman out. She's brilliant. Uh, The uh, acting component of what you bring to the table and your voice are stunning. Stunning. It was really fun, you know? And um, after I did, uh, after I did the on-camera work, um, you know, I had, I had kids and, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but I also wanted to still provide financially for right. the family. Right. And so what do you do? Well, I did a lot of bartering. You know, who needs a website? Who needs photos? Who needs a voiceover? Who needs whatever? And so I, or you know what? I didn't want to pick up dog doo-doo in my yard. That's I had two young kids. <laughs> so you, at that time, which was a long time ago, 20 years ago, I would look through the yellow pages and I would just find, okay, all these dog doo-doo rappers and who yes. doesn't have a website and call them and say, do you want a website? And you pick up my dog doo-doo, wow. I'll give you a website. So oh, it was a lot of bartering to build that portfolio, which I think is, I mean, it's about relationships. Mm-hmm. It's about experience. And so I did that and I was able to do that from home and be flexible Very and cool. slowly build, you know, a business. So going back to meeting your story uh, with your husband, mm-hmm. meeting your husband mm-hmm. is such a cool story. And really does emulate the whole process of what fly the coop in terms of transition in life means, because you've had a pretty dynamic um, and amazing, there's a lot of excitement in your life and the ability to work with actors and voiceovers and travel and all these things. Um, You had that and then you met your husband in Iowa, if I recall, right? Um, no, I met him here in the Valley Fair. That he Valley was Fair. working for me. I was okay. in charge of the entertainment 
So I went from performing and doing all of that into the entertainment management. So okay. I was director right. of entertainment at Camp Snoopy at the Mall of America. Oh. And then my husband <laughs> moved me to Iowa. And we flew the Minnesota Coop. And uh, we went to Iowa. I was like, what am I going to do there? So right. I said, I'll use those graphic design, you know, that graphic design degree. And, and yeah. So what brought you back to Minnesota? Find the Coop again. Right. Well, that was a tough one. Because we um, we moved to Iowa, we moved to Salt Lake City, we moved right. back to Iowa, and um, we moved here seven years ago from Pella, Iowa. Okay. It's a cute Dutch um, touristy town, oh, entrepreneurial yeah. spirit. Um, the Tulip Festival is there. Oh, I loved Pella, and I when I moved back there the second time I lived there, I wanted to retire there. I really loved it. And then we had um, you know a call. Mm-hmm. And my husband actually, he's a pastor. Okay. So he's had a call in his life to be a pastor since he was 14. Oh, that's amazing. But he's ignored it mm-hmm. until he was 40. He just ignored it with all of his, wow. the, the might that he had. That's a story right there about flying the coop, right? Right. So he ignored it. He um, started companies. He has the entrepreneurial spirit. And uh, we just had, um, we were asked to go to do a church plan in Chicago with a church that we were attending, just attending. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like we were, that was not what we were called to do. And it was a real rough few months. Oh. And, um, and then we realized, Oh, God is calling you to seminary to be a pastor. Now I did oh, not wow. see that on the dotted line when I signed the marriage certificate yeah. to be a pastor's wife. That was not in my list of plans. Um, but we moved here for him to attend seminary. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How fun for you. Like, what an That's adventure. That's not fun. Well, it it's is tough, though. Yeah. It, there's been a lot of adventures. We've moved a lot. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it was tough. The experience coming back then, so you moved back to Minnesota mm-hmm. for seminary. And, and having all of the um, experience you've had, really in entertainment when you think about mm-hmm. your portfolio work which we haven't even really tapped into yet how did you figure out how to peel that onion to figure out how to find your place here like what did that look like that's when you a good question uh i wasn't i wasn't sure where i was going to land here i was coming from a small town right um so i was a bigger fish in a smaller sea and now i'm moving to this the Twin Cities. Right. And I feel that's important as a business person, businesswoman, to find your niche. Mm-hmm. Like you have to find the niche. And I that's didn't so know true. I had, I mean, I do a lot of things and I didn't know what that was going to be. And I just prayed, God, show me the way and show me where I'm going to land. And I landed with photography and doing headshots. Mm-hmm. I've not done hardly any acting um, not very many voiceovers um, locally um, since I moved here. Okay. So God really turned that around and um, I built this photography business and it is growing. It's, it's, yeah. It's beautiful. Tammy Bryce does beautiful, beautiful work. You need to check her website out. Not only are you doing headshots, you're really, you've got a whole studio, gorgeous studio in Minneapolis yeah. and you're bringing companies in and teams in and creating experiential mm-hmm. photo exactly. shoots for people. <laughs> yes. You're creating imagery that really can advertise and market anything, any product. And your artistic visual is brilliant. Because I've worked with Tammy a couple different times now. Really 
extraordinary work. So do you find that creating that business model gave you that artistic outlet, perhaps, um, to let that piece um, kind of shine through, if you will? Right. You know I mean? <clears throat> yeah. I, so with the experience in the graphic design, but being a business owner, I'm not just taking your photo. Right. I want to know how are you going to use these photos? I want to deliver what you're going to use in a marketing piece. Is it a billboard? Is it a brochure? Mm-hmm. Is it... Um, just on social media, what is the essence of you? And I need to read you in 30 seconds right. to know what I'm going to shoot in front of, how I'm going to pose you, what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And so I like the combination of both of those worlds, right? the marketing part. I uh, think that's so cool. Instead of just the photos. Um, because I can take, you know, everyone has a story and I need to make sure that their story and the essence of them shine through in that photo shoot. Right. Um, Not many people are able to do that, by the way. I and they need to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And if somebody is comfortable, they look confident and right. they will be successful in whatever, whether they're a lawyer or a realtor, a doctor, whoever. Right. Um, but when I've taken all of the personality tests, I'm equal left and right brain. Mm-hmm. So I, I have the creative side and I enjoy that, but I really love math and organization and all of the boring you know, boring stuff, all the hard right? stuff that's <laughs> attached to that. So, but that's been really that's been really beneficial mm-hmm. as a business owner in a creative industry right. to be able to have both of those. So, I've been really blessed that way for sure. So, what I love about your story, Tammy, is it really uh, provides um, an opportunity for people that will eventually see this podcast as they're following what I'm trying to do right now. Right, inspiring men and women both on how to find that thing that drives them to do what they really, really want, the the passion, the love that goes into making your work every day rewarding. Mm -hmm. And you're able to pay the bills, right? Mm -hmm. Along with massaging the ever-changing growth. We were just talking about the seven, especially for women, every seven years, we're kind of transforming ourselves. And Tammy's story, uh, when you watch, if you jump on and you'll see all her video production work. It's almost textbook. It's almost textbook. It's almost textbook. It's literally where we're growing through this new version of ourselves. And we're trying to figure out, I said on one of my podcasts, you literally right now in this day and age can take yourself and plop yourself anywhere and recreate yourself. Yes, you can. You really can, everybody. And I personally feel like with the work that I do and the number of people I have the opportunity um, to counsel and help through lifestyle change, I find there's a lot of struggle right now around decision-making and commitment of the next step um, because things have changed so much, even in just a short two years, what I call the post-COVID results of what's happened in corporate America what's happening with people and how they're selling their product, whatever they've done has changed. Look at what's happening even in the housing industry, right? Like right now, renovation and new builds are struggling because of supply chain issues, which is like an aha moment in the last year that nobody could have ever predicted would happen. Not to get off on a tangent. So what I love about what you've done um, is you've literally decided you had this amazing um, entrepreneurial spirit of building out something you were really passionate about right out of college. You did it for like you were on cruise ships and you were entertaining and you were singing, like you lived your best life for you. And then you met your husband 
and made a commitment and got married, wanting to start a family, and then partnered with him and said, we can do this. This is your vision. Let's go. So you plopped yourself back and you reinvented yourself again about seven years later. And now you've got this amazing business model that you literally built from scratch. Mm -hmm. You should be so proud of yourself. And what an inspiration, especially to women out there that have children, you know, and are raising. Right. There's so many things that you can do from home and technology nowadays. And this was 20 years ago when I was trying to to do that. And um, yeah, and. And I feel like when people make a decision, like I'm going to do this, know that it's not permanent. Right. Exactly. And right. Nothing's permanent. (laughs) The fact that you tried and maybe it wasn't a good fit. Mm -hmm. Now you never have to wonder, but just try. Just take that first step. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty bold and fearless. And so I, I take step. I just can walk. I can just move forward because I don't care what people think. Right. About me. I love that about But I care. I care about people. Yeah. So right. I've made a lot of bold moves and, uh, and I, I just, I wouldn't regret, I don't regret that. Right. Right. Um, I'm not hurting. you know, I, you just, when you're making those decisions now, the faith, there's a faith component to that. Yeah. Right. Um, I agree. Um, he's mm-hmm. in control and we are not. So listening to those whispers and those promptings and, and, um, having him be your guide that, uh, I learned that the hard way mm-hmm. and that was hard. Uh, well, the, but, I call it the inner voice. You mm-hmm. know, there's a, there's a spirituality and an energy to that. Um, trusting your inner voice and really um, listening to what it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. What is it that you personally want to do and honoring that thing without we're so affected by what other people think, especially mm-hmm. now. Yeah especially now with what's going on in social media, I, you know, have this conversation with my daughter all the time and she's a real estate baby. So she's kind of watched both sides of the table and I'll bite. She's every bit a still a young woman and she's learning right now. I do think there's a lesson in understanding that finding your core belief system, like knowing what that is, right. understanding what really fires you, like what is driving that thing that you really want to do in your life, and then figuring out how to carve out a place in the world where you can create a business, a career doing that. That's a beautiful thing. Or doing that some of the time. Mm-hmm. So right. For, right. So if we were going to use photography as an example, uh, I love the interaction with the people doing headshots. Yeah. But headshots aren't super creative. Right. Right. So, but headshots, yeah, uh, it's a great this. business yeah. model mm-hmm. where I can, where I can do that four times a week. And on that fifth day, I can do a lifestyle session. I can paint, I can make jewelry. I can do the other things that give me life because I have that financial freedom right? because right. of making a business choice. So if there's something that you're passionate about, Look at all the aspects that surround that mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to do something close to it that will give you the financial freedom and flexibility to be able to do it. And then that can slowly morph mm-hmm. because you don't know, you might have this amazing gift of what you're passionate about right. and that might become 90% of what you do, but it might only be 10% at the beginning, but that's okay. You're not ignoring it. Right. You took that step. You're no, You're absolutely right about that because I think, especially now we do have that, um, immediate gratification thing going on out there and people and the, the fear to fail 
Correct. Which is massive. Yes. You gotta fail, everybody. If you don't fail, once in a while, you don't learn, right? I mean, it's a part of the learning process of understanding how um, how to get to the place that really gives you not ever perfect. There is no such thing, but gets you to that place that is as perfect as it can get while still learning and growing. Now, and mm-hmm. that may change. That passion that you have right. might it's morph true. into something completely different or, uh-oh, I have kids. Yeah. Now that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> this part can work, you know, so nothing is, you know, it, yeah, the changing, the flying poop again mm-hmm. and again. And again, it changes. Mm-hmm. that's what I love about the, I love the title because it's so applicable to so much. Right. So I want to leap back to coming out of high school because um, we have all these graduates out there during a new time right now. Where I have a son who yeah, just graduated. And I yeah. do too. I have yeah. a daughter who's heading to Fort Collins next week. So what, because you're so self-driven, you have such energy and drive. So share with everybody, especially our young viewers, hopefully, what was it that was the ticker that was like, this is what I'm going to do right out of college, like right out of high school before you started uh, college? What I did think you knowing what think? I didn't want to do is was also really important. Right. Um, I knew that I wanted to perform or do something in the entertainment industry, but I knew I didn't want to live in New York or LA. Right. I didn't want to live in a huge city. I knew I was a small town girl. So what does that mean? That means the community theaters. That means, and um, I will say as a woman, a firm handshake, which mm-hmm. we don't really shake hands anymore yeah. with COVID. And I know I it terribly. <laughs> A firm handshake has gotten me more jobs mm-hmm. than anything in my whole life. Confidence. Confidence. Mm-hmm. A woman having confidence. Um, and if you, yeah, just in who you are, if you have confidence in who you are and you might not have this, the perfect tests or skills uh, to complete the job or get the job, you'll learn. Absolutely. Because, right. So just be confident in who you are and, Living with integrity and mm-hmm. the, again the faith component coming back to that, um, you can just be confident in who you are. And our identity is so often on what we do. Right. And I get lost in that all the time. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So when you decided to tap into act, because so many people are mm-hmm. aspire, right? Aspiring right. actresses, right? Aspiring actors. How did you navigate that and how did it all unfold for you? Because you've got some great stuff out there. I had um, my best friend guy lived kitty corner right across the street. And instead of selling lemonade, we would sell skits and dances. That's awesome. And songs, like cars would stop. What are you selling? We're selling songs or we can do a quick skit. What do you want it to be about? And this started when I was five. So what's your favorite song? Oh my gosh, that's too hard. Oh, you gotta sing something really quick. Oh, oh no, I can't. Uh, uh, Glad to have a friend like you was like our theme song, and that was way back from "Free to Be You and Me." Oh my was gosh, in the seventies. So. Glad to have a friend like you, fair and fun and skipping free. Yeah, and uh, so that's awesome. yes, so we that's where it all started. Or or not knowing how um, how do people tap dance? Mm-hmm. How they because we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have right. we didn't go to the library if we want to find out something or have a conversation, so connect true. with someone. So 
So I would go into my, um, with my friend Guy, go into my walk-in closet growing up that had a wooden floor, and we would tape pennies to the bottom of our shoes. Oh my gosh. And try to teach ourselves tap dancing. And we didn't know it better. Awesome. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, and you just have to walk in, and if you want something, it's okay if they say no, but you have to ask. You gotta try. Yeah. And so I, can I choreograph that? Can I do that? And so I helped my aunt graciously. Um, helped with college, but I put myself through college by doing, you know, teaching dance or choreographing shows or doing summer stock and being paid as an actress or cruise ships or resorts or whatever. So I just was. Oh, fun. I didn't want to be a waiter. Right. I wanted to only do what I was passionate about. I think that's great. Yeah. The travel component to that must have been so much fun. It was. Again, if, you know, scratch that itch that yeah, you want to do travel exactly. when you're young, and then you are going down your list while you're traveling. Right, I don't want this. I do want this, and mm-hmm. as we age, our list gets longer, and it just kind of zones us into what we should do. Mm-hmm. So then you have a family. You have two beautiful boys. I do. One of which, yeah, one of which is kind of following your footsteps. He is a little bit. I think maybe both kids will, but both of their parents were entrepreneurs yeah. and. So, uh, so yeah, so now, uh, my oldest son, he is here, here, helping with production, Carter, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, and so, um, that's been fun, because then I can, we can work together, Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Such an amazing young man, you did a great job with Carter, thanks, such a wonderful kid, and Mm -hmm. you're not a kid, you're a young man. I got to work on that across the board. I know. So with these old kids of ours. Yeah. <laughs> At that age, where anybody under the age of really 30. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. A kid. No, yes. you're not. Um, yeah. I, so balancing out career, I always bring this up because it's the biggest challenge for moms, especially now where, again, post-COVID, we're seeing a whole lot more of a lot more home time. And then, of course, the workforce has moved to home quite that's quite a right. predominant amount right. of at-home work still happening right now. So what was your secret in balancing out being an entrepreneur, a self-starter, and having children? I have no secret because mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know if I did a good job. Oh, yeah. Well, she did. Right, Carter? Oh, wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, she did I, a great job. That's that. always, I think that's always a struggle as a parent on should I have done, you know, should oh, I have no. done this or this? And well, if I didn't do this, if I don't do this, then I can't buy that thing or we can't take that vacation. Mm-hmm. And I know it's so complex, I right? Know. And I don't know. I often wonder, did I do a good job um, at that? But uh, I think everybody, we all struggle with I that. think everybody does because it is hard. I mean, the best of the best will say the multitasking approach isn't the most effective approach, right? We need to be uh, focused on one thing at a time. And I can attest for me personally I that I cannot do that. No, I can't either. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're when I was doing website design, you know, you have one child breastfeeding, yeah. the other one in the Johnny Jumper. Mm-hmm. You're on the phone with a client yeah. and you're trying to take notes and write your grocery list. Right. And totally, exactly that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was feeding my child. The other one was having fun and I was making a living. So Mm -hmm. from home. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of people out there like that. 
Yeah, and everyone's it's hard. Like, yeah, don't it expect is. it to be easy. If you, there'll always be problems. There'll always be struggles. You'll always fail. You'll always mm-hmm. succeed. I mean, there's all of that. If when you start expecting that you will not fail, when you start right. expecting that this will be easy, I'll do this because this will be easy. That's when we get so discouraged. I agree with you. And I agree with you. I think that, you know, the blessing in social media and even this, right, this podcasting Mm -hmm. opportunity, I think Sebastian uh, Rusk with um, uh, the podcast Launch Lab, who got this started for me, uh, he was asking me, well, what's the premise? Like, what's the purpose behind it? And like, you know... After all these years and listening to all these stories, it would be so wonderful to share the stories. And in sharing the stories, it makes people feel um, not alone, like they're not the only ones going through. And you could hear it in a million different ways, but there's that thing that may resonate in a story that hasn't resonated yet. And being able to see, well, you know what? This is part of life. And here's the humor in it. This is the smile I can gain out of it. This is the, you know, I take the perspective of half glass, always full, like pure optimism at all times. And I understand a lot of people can't live there. Like I live there. I don't live anywhere else. I know that's not normal. I hope for everyone that they can take um, a piece of your story, Tammy, because I think you've done a beautiful job personally in the limited time I've known Tammy, which has only been a few months, by the way. Right. Uh, but the limited amount of time I've had with Tammy, you are a powerful, confident, beautiful spirit with just enormous um, gifts to share with people. And you've totally lived life in a way that I think is super beautiful and should be shared because I think people hold back because they have so much fear, not because they want to. It's just, it's been ingrained. It's been ingrained. Mm-hmm. That's the word yes. I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from or why, but there is that element out there that I feel is pretty strong and they need, it needs to be unraveled. So how do you do that? You start talking about it or listening to people who are just normal people. We're totally normal, ordinary people that both are creatives and really love a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. we're super passionate about multiple things. Right. And so we want to do all of those things as we have this short life, right? So we just go and we don't really think about it. We just do and fail a lot, by the way, lots of fails, yes. lots of fails, yes. but I'm okay with that. I just get up, moving along. Next. Yes. <laughs> Right. You know, and I think that's a gift. And I would love to share that gift with as many people as possible, even if it's a learned behavior for them and not organic to feel empowered that is possible to do would be my hope for all of you. I do that. I do like that part about my business and doing headshots for professionals, a lot of realtors and they're all entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and they're, and I don't know, should I show my tattoo? How many people yeah. do you serve that have tattoos? And there's there's something that they can relate to. Or, yeah. oh, I don't know, should they take my nose ring out? I don't know. I mean, what's your clientele? Like, what do you, you know, be you, just be you. People are so afraid to just be themselves. Like, oh, well, I'm I'm supposed to, you know, have the, a suit on. Well, are you going to wear a suit when you meet somebody? Right. 
Are you going to show up a caribou in a nice blouse and a pair of jeans? Wear that. Don't be something you're not. Yeah. Be you. And yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Part of building this team, um, I started coaching with Tom Ferry in 2015 and it was after my divorce. And I just knew I had hit that place where I'm like, I want to be able to teach people to do what I've been doing. And I had mm-hmm. kind of hit my cap. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't help any more people than I, I was helping, but there was more to help. So I started the team and I've gone through different renditions of that and learning how to make this work. And everybody's brand, as you know, everybody's got a different kind of layer or different take on yep. what your they business, they have to, to <laughs> right. it all be the same, which we are mm-hmm. not. Right. And in building a brand, I always say to my team members in front of me, like, I am, God forbid, not wanting to rep- have you replicate, like, be me at all. That is not the goal here, to just take and learn the nuances, the we behind this business rather than the I to empower the information, the knowledge, the experiences. So everybody can have a success story and they don't have to try to work 15 to 20 years to figure it all out. Like yes. to share that and be able to emulate this version under a brand, but it's their version. Nose ring or tattoo or whatever it is, just be you. And I think that... Um, you know, I always say to the team, you can't make everybody happy. Like there, every single human being that faces you, you're not your energy. Like I know for a fact that my energy isn't the right energy for everybody. Right. But it's great for a lot of people. Right. It works great for a lot of people. And the energy, if I'm not able to make a match, I know someone on my team will. And that's what I love about the personality. Well, get a team. Personality is great. Like, yeah. Because there's so many personalities out there. Mm-hmm. Well, really, I think there's eight technically. Like psychologically, I think there's like the, eight different oh, kinds okay. of personality. <laughs> not think, yeah, okay. it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> a whole, that's a whole other series. It is. That that's is a whole other conversation. Ooh. Yes, it is. Yeah. So you know, I think that um, when you and I were visiting, it was like Tammy's so funny. I don't think I'm interesting enough, and I'm like, what? Oh my god, that is so that true. <laughs> I think Tammy's amazingly interesting and if I cannot tell you it is a great evening of grab a glass of wine everybody and uh, type in Tammy Price and look at all her video um, production she's done and her acting and her voiceovers Tammy's done wonderful things where she'll go in and like do the oh do it do the one you did on my voice text yesterday doing the intro oh how did you do it again but you have a great voice well just uh, doing some live voiceover work, you know, like at events around the country and I'll come in and there'll be 8,000 people and they're doing awards and you need to introduce, you know. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome yeah. to the stage CEO and entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I think that's great. I think you have a great voice, great personality, and you're, so you're great behind you. the lens. So... Uh, Real Producers is a magazine. Well, it's a national. It's a national publication. Right. And they they feature um, in, within each state. So Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And Tammy is an independent contractor, so she photographs for anybody, everybody. She's the photographer for Real Producers, and they were kind enough to reach out to me to do um, a photo spread for their magazine publication, which we finally put out in, I think, July, because we were waiting for the homestead to be, yes, you know, in a condition to actually photograph, because it was a late 
summer, like late spring. We were having a hard time getting it looking pretty out here. And that's when Tammy and Steve and I had some time together and we were instantly bonded. Like I immediately was like, oh my God, this woman is amazing. We've got to get her. At that point, I was just thinking about this podcast and with all these ideas are ruminating in my head. I'm like, I know I'm going to have her back in my life in the very near future. And then Tammy's got Carter, her 18-year-old son, and Carter's been helping me with the crazy technology here. And Which now, it is. It is crazy. Lot. This it is a whole lot going on here. And so Carter and Sebastian are working together on this. So I'm super, yeah. super excited about that. So if you were to um, leave this beautiful audience with the best advice you could give them, Tammy, what would it be? Wear sunscreen. <laughs> Every day, starting at a very young age. Your skin is beautiful, by the way. Wear a sunscreen. <laughs> Male or female, don't not wear sunscreen. That so, is my advice. Seriously. Well, wear you a sunscreen. Because you're heading up to the lake right after Yes, <laughs> exactly. But wear sunscreen every day on your face. Oh, this is the next piece of advice on your behalf that I'm going to share with everybody. Mm. Tammy and her husband and the two sons, just the four of you, which I think is great, are going away for your little vacation for four days just to be together as a family right. mm-hmm. unit. I think that's great advice. And, and we might be heading back tomorrow. It might not last. <laughs> we might not last very long. <laughs> I don't believe that oh. to be true. Oh, is that such yeah. a blessing? That's so great. I think that you and I will have future interviews together. Everybody check out Tammy Bryce. Her website's brilliant. You're going to be well entertained. If you just don't want to commit to a two-hour movie, then jump on her website and watch these snippets because they're hysterically fun to watch. (laughs) It was so fun to watch you, Tammy. It's been so fun to um, have the opportunity to meet you this year, spend time with you, and meet your family. And I'm honored to have you on the podcast. So thank you for being here. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Fly the Coop. Be sure you subscribe to the show and leave us a review. I sure would appreciate it. We'll see you next time in the coop.